0: Hey everybody, welcome to the Bagging Boardcast, episode number 220. I'm Chris.
1: I, I lied, I wasn't ready, the mic was in front of me. But yes, I'm John. <laughs> I'm Paul. We're a weekly podcast that comes to you in three ways. It's the first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the
0: past week. Next is the list the books that we are looking forward to coming out July 9th, 2014. Then we follow it up with our weekly rotating main topic, and this week we are doing our June look back. We're going to take a look at four issue number ones that came out. Back in the month of June, we have Figment number one from Marvel, Outcast number one f- from Image Comics. Also from Image Comics, we have The Wicked and the Divine number one, and from Boom Studios, we have Big Trouble in Little China number one.
1: I've never seen that movie.
0: What, Paul? It's like my favorite How one of my favorite ne- movies. I've <laughs> never seen it. Can we save our berating? Paul for a little bit later in the episode.
1: Yeah. Why didn't you say something? It's on Netflix, one. Right. Right. And I have the DVD. Well, because I felt like, hey, you
0: know what? Let's say this to get ourselves amped up for the second half of the podcast.
1: I'm glad I have a beer in front of me. You
0: don't want to go full bore.
1: So what are we drinking, John? Uh, I stopped off at Hamburg Brewing, uh, a local brewery that I think is really great, and we are drinking their house dressing. This is an American amber and it has a nice hop bite to it. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. It we keep wanting to call it the salad dressing. Only because you came home and you were talking about salad dressing for so long that it's in my mind. No,
0: it but it's called house dressing, but there is like a salad dressinginess to yeah. it. Like there's like a like oily mouthfeel. like yeah. mouthfeel on the back end. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's from the hops or it's like the malts that they use with it, but there's a nice little sweetness on the back end that kinda clings to the back of your tongue. Mm-hmm. Like, you just had a really oily piece of lettuce.
1: Yeah, and you get the amber mittness to it, but you do a little dry your mouth out hops to it. Up front, but that back end is all, I feel yeah.
0: slick. It, it's yeah. it's so different from any other like beer that's out there, and that's something that Hamburg is doing quite well. Mm-hmm. Like, everything that I've had from them really stand out
1: uh the next beer i have from them is probably one of my favorite beers from them and just in general like i love it is it samurai yes it is oh man because you know that will tie in nicely with the uh, book big trouble in little china mm. yes and also because samurais they're chinese yeah <laughs> you know yeah <laughs> you're a horrible john no, yeah, i know i agreed. <laughs> Uh, what well, you I mean, said it. I know, but what, what are they fight He's like it mattered. They're, yeah, because ancient demons are also Chinese in that book. What, well, Chinese, Chinese demons. demons. <laughs> I had a sobokawa pillow. I, you know, and that was an ancient Chinese secret, apparently, for years. The buckwheat husks. No same. The samurais are Japanese. I know. That's my point. <laughs> Like, oh, we'll save that for when we read about these Chinese fellas. It's all nonsense anyways, that book.
0: Well, you know what old Jack Burton says to that. <laughs> you don't get that reference. No, I do. Oh, he says he does, it three does, times he in he the book. In yeah.
1: 22 pages, he says it three times. Well, you need to that's, see the movie. That's what's great about it. If you are a fan of the what's, movie, well, it's when funny, he does he gets what old Jack Burton does, that, you're like, that? oh, that's great. I, I enjoyed that joke. That is a good one. Eh,
0: Let's not talk about the book until we talk about the book. We have Oh, we got some news. We do have news. Hey,
1: uh, you guys wondering how uh, Harry Cavall looks like in his Superman outfit for the new
0: Batman vs. Superman, Dawn of Justice? I'm not. You know why? Because he saw a picture online? We just got our first glimpse of him as uh, Superman again, and... He looks more jacked than ever. But he still looks like the Superman that we had from Man of Steel. Um, More barrel chest.
1: More weight up in the chest, I think. All well, he's wearing in a trench coat. What? What? Have no. I, uh, you, what picture? I saw him wearing a trench
0: coat. No, it's a picture of uh, him like standing on a rooftop, and he's kind of like turning towards the camera, and it's like dark and raining.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's like a three-quarter profile. I didn't see that. Picture.
0: And also, uh,
1: how did I miss that what, picture? What, what,
0: what picture did you see of him in a trench coat? It's is what I want to like know. It's like Clark Kent. No. Oh, I saw that picture. Oh, I didn't yeah. See that picture? Yeah. That, yeah, that was like earlier in the week. I didn't see this new one. The
1: super, but that definitely looks like he's in Gotham and not Metropolis. Unless, man, they're really doing a number on Metropolis still with it being dark and dingy. And mm-hmm. and it looks like snow's falling more so than just rain, you know,
0: because yeah. it's so heavy. John, why aren't you looking at that picture so you can have something to talk about oh. with it? That's okay. um, I don't know. I, what I saw it, it was, like, your first glimpse, and I was like, oh, cool, what's it going to be? And I was like, oh, it's just... It's so, it's him again. <laughs>
1: There's, it looks like it's going to be the movie poster. You know, like... You know, it's going to be that... For, that it looks like a movie poster picture already. So yeah. I, I don't understand it.
0: I don't know, but it was... It's a first glimpse. It's not like a... I think this is that lead-up to San Diego Comic-Con where the studios are going to be trying to get a little bit more out there to get people hyped up for whatever they do release or talk about.
1: 15-minute uh, uh, footage. San Diego Comic-Con, you're thinking?
0: I, I wouldn't be surprised because, um, not to get off of the Superman stuff, but Marvel's going to be doing, like, I think it's an 11-minute preview of Guardians of the Galaxy at, like, select Regal Cinemas, like, world uh, nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um, completely free. I think it was, like, today, actually. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's tomorrow. But, yeah. Did you look at it? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Looks like Superman.
0: Yeah. But, you know, to get, get that... You know, PR wheel turning. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if we got footage from that. But I don't know, like I'm wondering what they're gonna show for that Guardian's footage. If it's gonna be like the first, you know, few minutes of the movie or if they're gonna do like a sizzle reel almost.
1: Yeah. Or like an outtake thing. Uh but uh back to Dawn of Justice, we have another another actor has been added, uh Scoot McNeary. Okay. Um he was in uh All Hell of the King from the Marvel One Shot with Ben Kingsley. Okay. He was the guy interviewing Oh
0: him. that guy totally looks like he would
1: be named Scoot. <laughs> right. Uh with that also three villains have been added to Donna Justice. Saz. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh Morgan Edge, who has like always been a liaison working with Lex Luthor. And then uh David Kane, who's an assassin yeah. trained young Bruce Wayne father to Cassandra Kane. So those characters have been added to the movie. Is this like official casting news or is this rumored? So far as I saw it was it was official news. So we're
0: classifying it
1: as a rumor
0: or official? Because also in Dawn of Justice related news uh, you guys heard about this is supposedly there's a draft of the script out there written by Kevin Smith that has been out there and like Maybe leaked, but it's the script that if someone says like, "Oh, well, they're going to have this in there," it could be taken from that script because mm-hmm. it could be that they're trying to like throw people off by saying like, "No, look, the leaked script, we have this." But, Blue
1: Harvest style, yeah. It could
0: just be like, yeah, it, yeah. I, I, I bait did
1: switch. Mm-hmm. I did see that he was hired to like leak us a, a ba- or a Superman script, Batman Superman script. So that's kind of cool. I mean, <clears throat> so yeah, it could have been. This uh, that news was from last week, so it could have been defunct. It could have been defunct because of it was the Kevin Smith. Story. I just you know at this point they're adding so many characters. I'm afraid of X3 happening to it, where it's just trying to do way too you know way too many things, too much with I, this, and, and the I story think gets those lost. Those people are being added just to. You're just gonna
0: see him briefly. You yeah, know? Like, it's
1: gonna be like in that... the
0: guy that works with Lex Luthor. Like, yeah, just like in the background. Like, but that that was my problem
1: also with Iron Man two,
0: where it's like it, it's no
1: longer an Iron Man movie when they're doing all the but setup. The thing is, is is the opening sequence could just be like television news thing showing like the Prince of Atlantis has come out to say, "Hey, you screwed with my ocean. Now I'm gonna screw with you." You know, it could just be things like that, or. Oh, we have so and so who we we're going to discuss who's come here from the island of the Amazons. You know, it could be just well, something briefly that these people yeah. are it's real quick boom 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 then they're done. Yeah, it's at that point it's basically not worth it. But That's it's, my seti- argument. it's it's setting like, up it's setting It's going to be a 2-hour movie. So you're going to have 30 seconds here and there setting up this universe that really doesn't amount to much.
0: But it's setting up that universe that they're it's, hoping will amount to something. Yeah,
1: they have oh. they have to do something and
0: to get that, on board, and this is it. That 30 seconds is less money that they have to spend introducing that character, you know, two movies from now, or one movie from now, or three movies. It's... that's how we do things now. I mean, and I we have Marvel to blame or thank for that, depending on how you look at it.
1: Yeah, but I when did they have, have
0: stuff <laughs> to talk about today... <laughs>
1: when, when they introduced Thor... In the Iron Man movie, they didn't introduce Thor, they introduced his hammer. There was no, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. and that was at the end of the movie, it wasn't even part of the movie, and boom. Well, you how know. do you know that Aquaman isn't going to be at the end? You, We don't we, know anything. We don't, anything. Know. We don't yeah. know anything. I'm just nervous. Can I be nervous? You Am can I nervous? Nervous, Oh, you're nervous but but about everything, But I, I don't think you need to be nervous. I'm going to be nervous. I think I think <laughs> they know that they need to knock this out of the park. All right. You know what? I'm going to drink a little bit more beer. Because I'm nervous about this, and when we're ready to move on to video games, let me know. Okay. Because i got some video game news. What else? What else uh, Chris yet? and I talked about this last week when we sat at a bar together. Fantastic Four is going to have oh, the oh, wow. found footage feel to it. Oh. Okay. Blair Witch? <laughs> Pretty much. That or uh the director is the director of... um Chronic. Chronic. Chronicle. Oh, Chronicle? Not Chronicles of Narnia? No. No. Okay. Uh which was a good movie, it was well done, but
0: Yeah, I love Chronicles of Narnia.
1: Yeah. Uh <laughs> the kid actors were so annoying
0: in that People Lucy. Are, they always oh. Lucy's always the worst. Uh <laughs> yeah, but she's the worst in the books too, so kudos <laughs> to you, Walden Media. You nailed it. Um
1: so we do have that, which makes me even less interested in seeing that movie. Uh but you know what uh, you might like, Chris? Yeah, what but the is... found footage can be good. Like they used it inside a *Battlestar Galactica*. You know the whole shaky cam thing. Is that what they mean by found footage? We don't know. Or
0: this guy did a whole movie of just found footage, where it's like people you know? like, "Oh, hold on, let me get my camera ready." Okay, okay. now I'm gonna like film Cloverfield. Us as we're doing... yeah. yeah,
1: Cloverfield was still pretty, uh, you know, for what it was. Yeah, you know what it was seven years ago. If you do, it might be cool to see a superhero film like. Uh, what is it? Chronicle. No, yeah, (laughs) Chronicle. That's exactly what Chronicle is. uh, found footage with, uh, what was, what's the Marvels, uh, right? Marvels is all about, like, people down on the street and looking up and seeing uh, Spider-Man. And what's the, uh, independent one done by, uh, uh, starts, uh, last name with a B, uh, has done a lot of Superman's work also. It's his own work. Um, I'm blanking out. Kevin. Kevin,
0: uh, I'm I'm sorry. That's ah, okay. No,
1: no. I'll I'll think of it in in the worst time and I'll just shout it out just because that's who I am. Yeah. And up up and away, you know, it's kind of like that, it's, or it's a bird is kind of like that, where it's written from the ground level perspective up, you know, and describing how these yeah, characters. And that's, yeah, but that's,
0: that's good. Like the first. That's for like a movie in or a book in that world, mm-hmm. not like well, guess, all that movie like well, Fantastic Four is now um just going to be one the, another
1: drop in the pan in these superhero movies and they know that so why not and it's something that they're just like look we're not going to probably make all that much money off of it this is a cheap way to do it it might be interesting enough huh. where we well, can ben, make it work hold my camera phone look at this i can stretch my arm oh, oh no, ben, you no, cracked it. it wouldn't phone. be ben it wouldn't be them doing it it would be the people how do we know that I'm just saying, I could see it working if it was done this hey, way. Hey guys, you wouldn't believe this job I got. I follow around these foursome and I just take the pictures the whole time. Yeah, could be. It could be somebody doing like a story on the, one of the greatest adventures of our time, Reed Richards, and it's following him around, and they get sucked in into the negative zone. Who knows? Hey. I'm just saying, why not take a chance on the fantastic? Why not take a chance when you're Fox Studios? And just do something, you know, do something different. Because or why not take a chance and make a good movie? Well, yeah, why not, not just, to, why not? going to, but why not try to not that money on it?
0: Do like stuff that's flashy, or I. It's better to say it this way, but try not to go too far outside the box when you're trying to just make money off your movie. because yeah, you don't want to be alienating people that would want to go see this movie because you have so much stuff that you're just throwing at it, hoping that like, no, this is the hook. This is what catches for it. When it's being torn down by five other things in the same movie.
1: because I don't trust Fox to do another Fantastic Four movie well. So why not uh, do it different? If you can't do it well, do it different. If you're not going to do it well, let's make this even worse. It just To me, it just seems like they're trying to gimmick it up to be different because they know they got a shitty movie. Mm -hmm. I'd rather them take that chance than just put out a shitty movie. Then take a chance on it. Paula, this is a movie
0: you need to go see with us, though. Yeah, yeah. we're making you go see it.
1: Okay.
0: I will... <laughs> Buy your tickets. <laughs> I will, no, I'll beat
1: you, cr- the crap out of you <laughs> drag you there if I have to. <laughs> wait until I'm on an empty stomach and give me four shots of whiskey.
0: <laughs> then uh, I won't
1: remember it. But talking about Marvel, uh, a little DC news. Uh, Foggy Nelson has been cast...
0: Why'd you say a little DC news? I'm sorry, I meant Marvel. <laughs> I was because they talking about Marvel, a little DC news. I was like, I so we're we moving away from no, it again?
1: I'm sorry. Uh, Mighty Ducks alum Eldon Henson has been
0: cast. was he in Mighty Ducks? Was he the goalie? This guy. No. Okay. I had it loaded before. If you're going to throw open the cover to your I, tablet and with the screen, I I'm hoping it. he needs to be your background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can't have him just be like, hold on, let me log in. Pull up my favorites. No, he needs to be your background.
1: He was there, and then you maybe look up the Superman.
0: Oh, he was, that uh, guy. Yeah, I can't remember any of the characters' names. He's like one of the wingers. Yeah. Um, but he's uh, been cast. He's Foggy Nelson. He's Foggy Nelson. Uh, Disney alum. There we go. There yep. we go. All you love to bring that into it. Yeah, yeah. They they only hire from
1: inside, buddy. Andy Serkis has also announced that he's not just doing consultant work with uh, with the Hulk character. On that, he's actually going to have a role in the movie of uh, Age of Ultron. Who? Andy, Andy Serkis. Serkis.
0: Oh. You may know him from Gollum. Yeah, and King Kong.
1: He he's the one with the balls all over his face. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Uh, but he will be having a, a role in that. He also has a role in Star oh, hold, Wars. On, hold on, Paul
0: is terrib- terrible, and he was proud of that terrible <laughs> joke. So just, let's just give him a second to enjoy uh, that. The, the grin on his face. He love could, it. But yeah, go ahead. Well, he just knows
1: that he can pull all the shenanigans, and then when he talks about video game news, I just glaze over and let <laughs> him talk. There we go. Um, let's see, what else we got? Uh, Katana has been cast for Arrow. Um, she will be an important... Really? ...in Oliver's flashback
0: sequences. Oh. Because he's, he's going to, like... I can't remember where they left, but he's, like, going to Hong Kong Hong, or...
1: Yeah, something like that, and he's going to be working for Amanda Connors. It is uh, Devin
0: Aoki? Oh, Aoki, she was in Sin City. Sin City, she, City yeah. yeah.
1: Good casting. Yeah. Uh, And I think... Oh, one last thing. Oh! Do you like Hocus Pocus, Chris? Yeah. Do you like Tina Fey?
0: I do, uh, she's working to bring Hocus Pocus 2 to the big screen. Um, okay, now when you say Hocus Pocus 2, do you mean another movie that takes place, like, in Salem, like, with a
1: the, sequel, like... yet
0: its okay. own movie. Okay. Where... Because we're not going to have, like, Ben Midler and, like, Sarah Jessica Parker. A back. mother okay. who
1: is an ancestor of the sisters. Kids have been kidnapped by three witches who have been resurrected... And she works with a witch
0: hunter to hunt them down and save them. Okay, you know, this. This sounds like it could be fun. Yeah, be, especially because it's Tina Fey. Like, Tina Fey here's the thing: like, if this is, was like from someone else, I'd be like, oh, is, like they're it, just trying to like milk that cow again. She's in
1: the talks with producing it and bringing it to screen. Not, there's no saying that she's going to be the lead role in it, but she is going to be working on it. That's awesome. Uh, I saw that and I was like, oh my god, oh, I love Hocus Pocus. That movie's great. Oh, have you ever seen, seen it? Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I've seen Hocus Pocus almost, because that was on Netflix and I watched it. Uh, oh, I was on Netflix? It was I on never on saw Netflix. that on Netflix. Netflix. That's For one of those ones I would have watched.
0: Uh, I would have watched it like a thousand times. I'll put a s- spell on you. That's how I know that song, not from like the radio or just like Halloween time in general. Mm-hmm. And now you're mine. Yeah. Um, I got you. It's got you. Don't well, worry. Paul's got me. Paul's got you. Will they be bringing back Thora Birch? Because <laughs> I don't think she's done anything since.
1: Mm, she's done a lot of stuff. She showed her boobs one time. I saw those. <laughs> um.
0: Yes, they were big. <laughs> that was I. What? Wasn't going into that because um, I'm just I'm pulling up Hocus Pocus on my phone now because I, I'm trying to remember the name of a cat Binks 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 because mm-hmm. I always wanted to get a black yep. cat and name it Binks but then when I got a black cat I actually named it Furball oh. <laughs> <laughs> like the cat from Tiny Toon Adventures yeah um, but Binks becomes a little boy
1: ghost at the end yeah boy ghost
0: he's, yeah. he's a little boy ghost boy
1: ghost with his little sister yeah
0: yeah Saved your soul um. I oh my god! I never knew this. The guy that directed Hocus Pocus is Kenny Ortega, who did the High School Musical movies. Oh
1: my gosh! There you go, another Disney. <laughs> that's that made everything
0: full circle for me. Wow. Well, that's why there's a musical interlude in it. Yeah, way to go, Disney! Right in my wheelhouse. Do we have anything else to talk about, or can I Paul think? I think that's videos? all my news. Okay. The only and,
1: thing, uh, wanted- since Paul doesn't have anything, let's go right into the list. <laughs> the only thing I wanted to say was uh, Cliffy B, known for Cliffy uh, Yep, setting up Epic Games Studios. Uh, <laughs> Game of War, or not? God, uh, Gears, Gears of War. Gears of War, not God. Yeah. There's yep, the Gears of War franchise that was his uh, baby. Uh, he has now announced his new studio called Boss Key Entertainment or Boss Key. Bossky. Uh, I'm not sure yep. if it's Entertainment or Studio or whatnot, but yep. So look forward to seeing some game announcements probably soon, or what they're working on. Which kind of weird because you know, E3 already came and went. I would have th- thought that he would have wanted to get this kind of out there beforehand. Well, he
0: he left Epic months ago now mm-hmm. um, to do his own thing. Because I actually saw this. Actually, comes basically five days after. Uh,
1: Microsoft announced there's going to be another Gears of War coming out for Xbox One. Huh. So maybe that's why. Maybe yeah. you timed it along with, oh yeah, you want to play that game, but don't worry, it's the
0: actual guy that makes these games, I'm going to be over here doing something else. No, I, I think, I mean, I like the Gears of War games. I'm not a huge, huge fan of them, but it's something like every time I've sat down to play one of them, I've really enjoyed it. I like Bulletstorm. That was a lot of fun. Um, that was from Epic and People Can Fly. So I'm interested to see what it comes out. I mean, we've had some good luck with, you know, these Splinter creators, like the guys mm-hmm. that were part of Infinity War that broke Great, off Titan to make... Titanfall. ...Respond. Titanfall was huge. Mm-hmm. I, so uh, they, Yeah. yeah, yeah the I, that wasn't big. a pun, but it happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, you know, this is cool, and I look forward to seeing what they put out.
1: Don't, don't rush, Paul. You don't have to um, rush.
0: Because I saw the posting for this, and someone... I'm friends with on Facebook, like, share this. Um, they put up a thing on their Facebook, um, mm-hmm. Bosky saying, like, hey, are you tired of being, you know, production designer new number 243 or, you know, graphic designer 674? Like, send us your resume. Oh. <laughs> like, because they want to have that small, like, tight-knit, mm-hmm. like, family of people just working on the games again.
1: And they, uh, he was a big proponent, uh, like developer for the Unreal Engine, so.
0: Yeah. And that's kind well, of. That's. They. That's their technology. Mm-hmm. Like, that's their baby, so to speak. Mm-hmm. That's part of what shut down. Um. Oh, crap. That studio that made Two Human.
1: Oh, yeah. X Men uh, Destiny. The, the ones right up across, like, in St. Catharines. Yeah, like. Two, <laughs> that was this. Uh. Video game studio. There's, right there's, there's, there's a lawsuit the lake us, where
0: yeah. um this company was developing games using uh, the I Unreal Engine. Me. And they were like they tried to sue Epic, saying like, nope, like this engine's crap, like it doesn't work. And it was like, No, actually, like you're just bad with games. And like shut down the Silicon studio, Knights. Silicon Knights. Yeah. And like the developers like they lost everything, like all the games that they had put out using the um, engine had to be like okay. recalled okay. and shipped back and destroyed because that happened right when I was working at GameStop. Right. Okay, I don't know what you're looking at. Um, because we had Dennis to take, Dyack. yeah, we had to the take. Guy. That was the head of the studio. We had to take all those games off the shelf because they needed to be like recalled. Mm.
1: He's uh, he left and formed a new game studio, Precursor Games. So yeah, that guy. He's uh, Dennis Dyack, You might hear like in news if you follow video game news. Uh, he's a big proponent for the one console future. Like that's what he's kind of keeps on saying that eventually these video game consoles are going to be so uh, just PC oriented anyways. It's going to be here just going to develop for one. Like there's only going to be the one that really wins out. Well, I might be
0: really simplifying his argument, but only thing I care about winning out. ...is my picks for our summer movie blockbuster, Bracket Buster, episode four. got to do the bracket. list first. I want to get into that now. Though. Okay, I we want, can... I want we can, to hear how, how, you, how movies are going. Hey,
1: why is everybody always doing everything out of order?
0: Because I want to do it now. He wants to do it now. And it fits into the news. Yeah, but we do it instead of doing the, you know, dramatic reading. Which is about comic books, which feeds off of the list... I just want to hear how movies are doing, because
1: I want to talk about them. How are movies doing, Paul? All right. The only uh, movie that has come out was back on June 29th, uh, 27th, and that was Transformers Age of Extinction. And that had an opening weekend of $100.3 million. Why? That's right. Making it the top grossing movie for opening weekend thus far. Uh, that goes up, of course, against TMNT. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles coming out later in August.
0: I think I picked Turtles over Transformers because people are sick of the Transformers movies and apparently I'm just wrong. How did they do their second weekend, though? How did Transformers do second weekend? You actually picked
1: Transformers over TMNT. Oh, did I? Yes. You have it going up against uh, Spider-Man. I picked Turtles. And you, uh, John's the only one that went with Turtles. Okay, I thought I
0: picked it the other way. I was nope. really hoping that it wouldn't go.
1: How did How did Transformers do their second week weekend? A uh, second weekend, they were topped again, uh, and it made. Let me There's see. There's nothing playing this week though. Thirty. Nothing came out. A uh, Tammy came out and Us from evil, and also Earth Earth to Echo. Uh, Earth to Echo looks none of that was on cool. our board. Yeah, uh, it made 36.4 okay, million. during so its second weekend, huge drop off. Over, for the second weekend, so but it's over fifty percent drop off, but that's what you expect.
0: It, it's it's lost two thirds mm-hmm. though. I like guess that's a huge drop from like one hundred million to like thirty.
1: See, I, I opening this week was Tammy with twenty one million, and also I, delivers from Evil with whole nine Wilson million McCarthy and Earth to Echo with eight million. So wow. I didn't think Earth to Echo was going to do that well, but I thought it was going to do better than eight million. So for one yeah. full week, it grossed 138.3 see, million.
0: Earth to Echo, I think, is one of those movies that's gonna carry through because it it seems like something I would have loved when I was a kid, like it, batteries not included or short e- circuit, like like, they,
1: like that. I think it's gonna find its niche because it does feel like it's that kind of movie. It's gonna find its niche
0: on TV. Found, found footage movie too, by the way. <laughs> but like that's one of those movies. Like if I was a kid now, I I would have wanted to see it. It seems like it's half and half found footage in half, mm.
1: like Super Eight. Yeah,
0: Super Eight was good. So mm-hmm. okay. happy,
1: pappy, you got your uh, movie in.
0: I am. I. Just, I don't understand Transformers like doing that well when everything I've read or heard about is just saying like no, it's don't really see bad this movie. Oh, I Look saw.
1: forward to this weekend. Dawn of the Planet of the Apes coming out on July seventh, and then later in the following week we got planes, Fire and Rescue, July eighteenth.
0: I. I'm just confused about how that one's going to do. Like I Opening Nationwide. I really don't know what to expect from that one. I, I hope I'm not proven wrong.
1: I actually this is a huge drop. Re, oh, go ahead. Really looking forward to Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. I s when I saw the trailer for that at Transformers, I was like, this movie looks really good. I, I'm excited because it's getting a July release, not an August release like the first one. Uh Transformers 4 over ten days, one hundred and seventy four point seven million. Transformers Three, two hundred and twenty eight point eight million. So it almost just keeps half. bigger. No, no, no. Transformers Three did it's double, basically double over ten days what Transformers Four has done. So there's been a significant uh, drop. And remember, Transformers Three came out the same summer and basically a week after Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part Two. Which that one had a huge opening and then dropped off. No, it. It rolled. Nothing hollows. I remember it it dropped it it dropped well. It did, and
0: I was worried about it losing. It it dropped. But when it started so high It made
1: so much money, but it it went from like two (laughs) hundred million down to to a hundred million. No, it it went less than that. (laughs) I I don't remember, but it was still really well. It made all its money to win in that first weekend. Pretty much, it's but it because it was one of those everyone went to go see it. Pretty much, who was going to go see it?
0: And then and Chris they thought, saw they Chris saw saw it multi, three times. I was going to say those like those fans, and I speak from experience, would see it like multiple times in that opening weekend or week. I did, but that, that's how I saw all those movies though. Yeah, you know.
1: Yeah, but okay.
0: So when the hey, when Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them comes out. I'll I'll be seeing it like twice opening weekend again.
1: Okay, let's say Avengers, right? The highest grossing movie we, we, that we have ever had on the bracket in the bracket. Opening week two hundred and seventy million. Second week one hundred and thirty two million. Third week seventy four million. So you see a fifty percent off drop off each and every time, like every week. So it's it's not on you know it's not weird. No, it's not weird, but 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 it also went from two hundred to one hundred. You're yeah. talking about. 100 to 36 like that's that's a big drop that's that's more than half yeah that's a little bit more than half that's that's all i'm saying is that's like a
0: 66 percent
1: drop uh weekly for harry potter and deathly hollows you're right john It went from 226 million down to 70 million and then down to 34 million that 19 million week over week so but still 70 million is still good a lot of it's, money. It's it's still a good amount. Mm-hmm. It's what it's almost what most of these movies have done just in their yeah. opening weekend. Mm-hmm. They beat it by twenty million. So L- some of them, if they were lucky, yeah, yeah. So well, there. like I mean, some of the 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 big ones, Godzilla. I mean, the mm-hmm. things that we thought were going to be good. Godzilla made ninety. Yeah, Captain 94. America it was in the nineties, you know. Well, that was ninety six, and then yeah, so. It took Days of Future Past to come out with 92, I think, and then yeah. there was almost even 90 for Amazing Spider-Man, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. You, there go.
0: You, want, you want to do the list now, you baby?
1: Yeah, I'd like to do things Johnny baby, are supposed Johnny Baby, it. want to do the list now? Yeah, because... You, know, sorry, you want, to take, you want to take your thumb out it. of your mouth? We don't have a... How life. can I talk with my thumb's in my mouth, Chris? We He's don't have a big whiteboard. Baby. Oh, okay. <laughs> we don't have a whiteboard with what we were doing. I kind of wanted to put up a whiteboard, but kids like, no, you don't need a whiteboard.
0: Paul, you're 31. <laughs> you can put, you can put up, up a whiteboard. Yeah.
1: No, I can't do if anything. If you can choose to drink on an empty stomach and get sick and cancel the podcast, uh, then you can put up a whiteboard. Oh, you, have,
0: you have like a corkboard right there. Whiteboard would be like the same thing.
1: Yeah, but we wouldn't what if put you it up. Had in a, a little... do remember how we used to write up yeah. what we
0: were going to do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whiteboard. We don't. We don't need
0: one left. Uh, um, Paul, that's, that's why I was looking for in my notebook, because that's literally what I do every episode. <laughs>
1: uh, so, guys, what books are you looking forward to coming out July 9th, 2014? See, this- Well, I know, I'm, <laughs> I'm looking forward to what you have to say. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Paul. <laughs> Chris, see, when you're as, as smart and intelligent as I am, you don't need to write things down. And I'm looking forward to- Hold on while I look it up while John tells us what he's looking forward to. Oh, thanks, Paul. But what are you looking forward to, Paul? I want you to go first, because I always feel like I talk over you. Oh, okay. Justice League United number three. I'm looking forward to American <laughs> Vampire, second cycle number four. <laughs> Scott Snyder, uh, still doing an amazing job in this book. Uh, it takes place in the 1965, and uh, a lot of fun. Still with Pearl, still oh. Skinner, sweet, kicking around. Uh... Really is he sweet or sweets? I always forget. Sweet. 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 sweet? Just one? Uh, Really good. I really enjoyed the first major arc that they did. This new arc is shaping up to be really awesome. Cool. Yeah, Aww. I enjoyed the reading the first trade of the vampire, American vampire. Didn't read any more because somebody has them and I'm not going to rebuy them. I, I have I don't, them all. Yeah, but well, actually, John has them all in comicsology. <laughs> uh, I have what you you let me you have the first three volumes in trade. No, I have all. Well, I think four. You had three at the time. Oh, okay. I've bought everything since, and then you bought four after I bought them all. Wow. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to Justice League United number three. And no, that wasn't a weird cut off or editing point. We just had a really no, good segue there. That that's was, that's that was how just, we do things. I was just going for it. Jeff Lemire, I'm still interested in to see where he's going with how to bring this I'll whole team them. together in outer space. It's not great so far. I have a feeling that this is going to be your X-Factor. My new X-Factor? Your new X-Factor. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. It's a, a creator that I trust with characters that I like. So, I won't understand why it doesn't work. He's still doing a great job over on Green Arrow. Like, new Green Arrow just came Green out. Green Arrow, last
0: that week. was a really good issue. Like, everything with uh, Kimiko was just like.
1: Oh, you read the latest one? Yeah, I read yeah, it. That's so good. It's so good.
0: I'm glad you like it, man. Yeah, Paul, I read, know
1: that, why, Paul I read, know read that book. read that so, man. I just, you know, the whole everybody has to be a mystic representation of a weapon. I was just like, can he just, just know, be a guy you know, you with a bow and you arrow know who's not? Who? Green arrow. Oh, good. You know why? Because he took the arrow broken in half and threw it in people's face. He oh. said, fuck you, I don't need it. And then gave everyone the finger. Oh. All right.
0: <laughs> good. Good. It's good. Oh, uh, it's a good and one. actually, like, the Katana stuff in there was really good, yeah. too. Like, with the sword clan. Like, yeah.
1: It's a good. And it's Katana, too, with her demon sword thing, yeah. the to it- sword. Is she in the DCU?
0: Yeah, because yeah, she yeah. had the new she, DCU spotlight, right? Yeah, she was yeah, in um, the Justice Society of America. Oh, yeah,
1: yeah. I think, is she in the new... I know they're putting out a new
0: um squad. She was in Birds squad, of Prey, too. Mm-hmm. I think, no. No, maybe she wasn't. Maybe she just like, yeah, like I think she appeared in one. You know,
1: yeah, I don't really... Uh, new 52, is I'm so confused about. So... Chris, can yes. you save us from New Fifty Two? Um, Please don't pick. I will, you know something from DC? I will Let's do just my best away from because,
0: Hami, just look at my notes here. Oh, I have Grayson number one from DC Comics.
1: Wait a second, Grayson,
0: and we've lost everything. No, nope, go ahead. <laughs> are, are we? Are we good? Yeah, we Did you delete the episode? <laughs> no. Okay. Are we still recording? No, we're still recording. Oh, it's recording. <laughs> I don't know I'm looking forward to Grace number one written by Tim Seeley art by uh, Michael Jannon who actually did the last issue of Batman Eternal which when I was reading that book I was like this looks so good it's almost like a uh, like Steve McNiven light yeah
1: Yeah, it is I was there was like a couple pages it's like I was blown away by the art
0: yeah so because it seemed like a higher quality DC style art than we've been getting yeah on that book and n- nothing against like everything else because it's just read like your typical Batman book but that one definitely kicked it up a notch. so I'm glad to see him over on Grayson and I really like the little teasers that we've been getting in the back of the other DC books for this issue I'm looking forward to seeing Helena Bertinelli
1: I've been pulling a Paul and not reading those because I oh. just I want to wait for number one well
0: spoilers um, Helena Bertinelli's alive in the new
1: 52
0: hmm. well yeah she was. She came over from. No, that's Helena Wayne. Oh. Yep. You got. You got new fifty two. I got new fifty two.
1: Oh God. Um, I'm, it's more confusing than trying to figure out which characters are own by what studios for the movie rights. It's
0: I'm, crazy. I'm not a big fan of like that. I did like, enjoy su- your post. Super spy, like genre. Like it's never really been for me. But you put Dick Grayson in, in that world, it's something that I'm more likely to check out than if it was just. Like, Agents of Argus, or whatever else Mm. that they've had.
1: See, I love spy books like that. Like, I really enjoy, uh, The Bitter March, the Winter Soldier (laughs) book. Uh, my favorite, The Anaglam, when Marvel and DC teamed up, was Bruce Wayne, Agent of Shield. Like, I was like, that is one of the greatest ideas ever. I wanted more books like that. And so this one, I was like, yeah, give me, give me Dick Wayne, Dick Wayne, Dick Grayson, basically, Agent of Shield. Like, (laughs) That works for hey, me. Agent of Spiral, right? And this yeah. is coming out of the Wars Morrison stuff, yes. which you already said. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's okay. I zoned out. But yeah, is that's... it
1: because you fake typed and then we're like, oh shit, I think I screwed <laughs> yep. up the podcast? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Exactly yeah. why?
0: Because... Did you learn your lesson, Paul? But he didn't... no, because he did it again right after. No, no, he wasn't, no. You were fake typing. He, he was
1: fake typing, and he was. No, he then was... I started looking up like movies <laughs> that uh, I think. The guy from uh, big trouble in little China is in, but Kurt it's really Russell? Kurt Russell, but it's really Jeff bridges <laughs> uh, blown away I was, I was like Wait a see second, I we're always blown away when I was younger what, when I was a the... little kid, I got a, him and Patrick Swayze Me mixed too. up because they both had the mullet
0: <laughs> they had the same haircut,
1: but what's really funny is Paul was fake typing over the keys, then realized it wasn't making a sound, so then he started tapping on his keyboard, and then it paused the episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So we've wrapped up that we don't have to do the movie stuff because we already did that out of sequence. But how about this beer, guys? Yeah, this is another Hamburg brewery. This is Samurai. It is a rye IPA. You know, I, is this Paul, is this your first time having it? This is my. This is a Bo Burnham beer for me right now. I, you guys got to give me more time with it, okay? Because I've been taking sips and I still don't know how I feel about it. Um, what, what percentage alcohol is this? Seven, seven. Seven? Something like that. Not that bad. It's just... it's you it. a big grapefruit yeah. on the front of your tongue, and then it has a nice vanilla on the back palate. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting them, but they're clashing and they're not... I think they're from the, the dry your mouth out uh, it's, from it's the... the it's, flavors that are clashing and not working into each
0: other. For me. This isn't as good as the other times I've had it. I don't know, like, okay. we should have rinsed our glasses. I think 32. we might have rinsed our
1: glasses in our palettes just from going from the... I didn't realize... I put the amber in front. I hadn't had the house dressing before, mm-hmm. and it had such a drier mouth out, like, up front, though. Where, 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 But I wasn't feeling like, oh, this has ruined my palate. But it, it, was, a, it was an affront on your tongue. It did have that. I have that flemminess <laughs> from the hops from that. Yeah. I had that, and this I think is just—it's a smoother drink than the harshness that was. Not that it was like harsh, harsh, but what was the house dressing? See, I'm getting that—you know—that weird. It's not quite enough vanilla pop to me. It's yeah. just weird kind of aftertaste. That when I had this isn't... the other
0: two times. It was more vanilla. Yeah.
1: yeah, and I think it's from drinking the other beer ahead of this. Okay, we should have done this I, time at first. I don't
0: think it's from drinking the beer. I think it's from like the residue in the glass. Actually, yeah,
1: it might be. Because right now I'm getting a lot of pine in the middle mid-palate also from the hop. You know, just not all grapefruit. It's not, you know, that kind of citrusy, like, flower power kind of stuff. I get a lot of spice on it. And I'm still, yeah, and, and it's flavor, flavor. It's not, they're not, you they, know, syncing. They, there's no synchronicity there. There's no cynicism or yeah, synergy. synergy. Uh, and this I'm beer cynic, does, the I beer am. does have that
0: when you drink it. I I love it. I'm hoping as I get more into yeah. it, like it like rinses it out count, the rest yeah. of my glass. I get like more well, of that. Still, taste.
1: We still have some in the growler, so we can once we finish this, have another another sip. Yeah, and I'm gonna cause cause you're gonna cause call, a motion. Call, call a for call. a pause. All right, because you got to have illegal hands on your penis while you use the bathroom. How would it be illegal? <laughs> legal hands on the penis? I don't know. I don't know. Call uh, a foul, call a penalty I'm, call I'm a Paul, play, guys. Play. I say things that are weird. Yeah. It's weird. I, do.
0: Everybody
1: so I make it awkward, guys.
0: They're right my hands. Why would it be illegal?
1: I don't know. Like, even if you let someone else use their hands, it wouldn't be illegal, right? I was just trying to make a sports kind of metaphor, you know? Because... You're talking to the wrong guys, Paul! So we're back, and we're going to go into the list. And we're going to start off the look back. Look back. We did Sorry. the list. Yes. Go Why ahead. do you want to do things out of order, John? Because I'm <laughs> silly. Uh, we're going into the look back, uh, and we're going to start with uh, Images Outcast. And this is written by Robert Kirkman and art by Paul Ezeketa. Oh, cool. Ezeketa. I don't know how it's pronounced. Uh, I'm just saying in... it faster than you did. When I picked up this book, I wasn't exactly sure what it was going to be about, especially written by um Robert Kirkman, because mm-hmm. at first I thought it might have something to do with zombies, because this Ugh. little kid starts eating his own fingers. But then this book is about uh possession, like a demon possession. And you follow this reverend and this character who's just moved back to a small town uh, named Kyle. And Kyle's had shady past his mother's been possessed it seems like his wife was possessed oh spoilers for the end of the book because they make it seem like he was like the whole that he might have been he was the one that was possessed and somehow he beat beat it up you know beat the creature or maybe even his daughter was possessed because the whole thing is he's now a strange from his wife he's it sounds like it it made it sound early on that he might have had some kind of spousal abuse or child mm-hmm. abuse thing in his background. Yeah, um, but yeah, he's a guy that has. It's it's a book about about possession. You find that out pretty early on when the when the Reverend goes to the house. Mm-hmm. Um, it is The Exorcist, the comic book, but without. But I, I is I've only seen The Exorcist, and that's the only like pop culture portrayal of. Possession I've seen other than this comic book now, so maybe I don't have enough of wide variety to, to gauge things off of it. Maybe I just say, oh, it's a possession book, therefore it's exorcism. This is how it's normally portrayed. Priest, holy water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's basically it. That's basically it. And Kristik, you were saying that you read, uh, what Kirkman had written in the back.
0: Yeah, where, um, there's like a letter, from the writer in the back where it's talking about how everything he's done on the walking dead is set up more like no this is quote unquote real life like this is about real people just in a terrible situation and this is his first actual horror book like this is just about the supernatural like Mm -hmm. he's gonna throw everything he can in there and I, i can't remember which panel and page he says it was but there's like a page that um Oh, what's the hell's name? Like Paul Asada did okay. that. He was like, I can't, I can't look at it. He's like, it creeps me out.
2: Hmm.
0: Um, but it's. I went into this knowing it was going to be like a book about exorcisms and stuff. Um, just because I. Saw that. Are a
1: good nerd. I understand.
0: Well, no. Like I read an article about how this actually sold better than the last issue of The Walking Dead did, and it's like the first like image book or like Robert Kirkman book or maybe both to have done that, Hmm. which I I think is really cool. Like that he's starting something new. The fact that he's willing to try something new when he can just sit at his computer and write. The Walking Dead until he or dies, or sit on his
1: toilet and write The Walking Dead like until he, he dies. He, he just, could get away with that.
0: Too. Yeah, he can just like churn those books out and mm-hmm. it's going to continue to work. But he is a comic book writer. This is what he likes to do, and he wants to tell different stories. That's why I'm glad Invincible's still around. And he does do those weird, out there things like The Astounding Wolf Man or mm-hmm. Super Dinosaur. Because yeah, that dinosaur book. He he just he likes to play in you know the comic book sandbox and being like the head of like like creativity or whatever at Image yeah. I don't or care. or Sky he has
1: his own imprint he, which is Skybound
0: Yeah, now. but he's actually like the head of something at Image I can't remember what his title is but like but he still wants to just be like no, like, head no of I'm pr- going to do this money
1: printing press I believe it's called pretty much of, uh, uh yeah in, in
0: He's the, the bean counter.
1: <laughs> like you you mentioned that page that does that the art fits the tone of the book great. it's not like Super realistic. It's not but super there's, grittiness, there's, there's really grittiness. It fits a b- a book about a horror book about demons and possession and everything. Well, all the, the color palette is really muted, except for the reds. And then when you and basically when you see the lighting in this world, it's in a red hue. Like when there's a light on in the room, it's red or you know orangeish yellow. It's not you know. Like, even daylight is this really muted, like, very, gray. Very muted. Gray yellow. And it's all in this red kind of palette, I think. And then the dark is all this blue palette. So that's very, um, contrast. There's a high contrast there between the blue and the yellows. Uh, or blues and the reds. And everything else is kind of like.
0: I, I really beige. like books that are colored this way, though. Like, mm-hmm. Hawkeye, uh, the new Punisher book. Yeah. Like, Iron Fist, like, I really enjoy that muted, more, like, pulpy colors in books. And this works really well, just not as, like, a comic book, but for the story. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it definitely serves, like, you're dealing with, like, a guy that was possessed by a demon, Mm -hmm. like, sitting in on another exorcism. And, like, the demon knows him. Like, that's kind of where it got, like... For me, that was the hook where, like, he's sitting in, mm-hmm. like, he's been brought along with the Reverend, and he's sitting there, and, like, the demon's talking to him, and he's like, no, I, I know shit about you. This like, is a good, it's a good first issue because it sets up what the story is going to be
1: about. It would be good just a standalone book, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, it's leaving all these ideas there. I'm glad it's a series. Like, I'll pick up Outcast number two. You know, I will give it the 3 issue try. I enjoy the book enough. When I first started reading it, I didn't know it was about possession. Mm-hmm. And I kind of was like halfway through and I was like, "Oh, I get this book." And I think it does it does what it's supposed to do, and especially for a first issue, it, it hooks you. Yeah. yeah. And he you got the classic character hook for the main uh, for the main character where he wants to have a relationship with his wife again. So it's that I'm sorry, but the princess is another cat in another castle kind of uh, situation. I feel, where he has to defeat these demons, get enough information to what happened to his wife, to understand how he can fix things with his wife. You know, and it's, I don't think there's any fixing with his wife. I think well, I that's think, the hook for
0: the character. That's he, why he's yeah. Doing I think that's, some, that's not the hook for, like no. for me at all. He's though. the
1: reluctant hero that he has some. There's something special about him that the demons know about that he doesn't, and he can somehow defeat these demons. And this reverend, who's kind of a little bit of a blowhard, like I mentioned before we started talking, that I love the opening sequence where the reverend's in the back of the church with a poker game with the sheriff and another guy, and somebody comes in and says, oh, there's a problem at the Cassidy Ranch, Uh, you need to go, and he's like, "What, what time is it? Like, he's been playing poker all night, he doesn't know what time it is, and He's not that, like, goody two shoes, uh,
0: seventh heaven minister. He's, mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god, I would love if this was, like, a seventh heaven alternate universe story. Fuck.
1: <laughs> when does Jessica Beale uh, show up? And when does, uh, the girl, the, um, I am me girl show up? Girl with the album, I am me. I, I don't um, know. Um, singer. The Nose.
0: Uh, I'm I'm guessing Simpson. she opened for uh, Taylor Jessica Swift. Jessica Simpson's sister. Just, yeah. Oh, Ashley Simpson.
1: Ashley Simpson,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I was not there on that. She was in Seventh Heaven. She was. She was. Uh,
1: I I really enjoyed the book. I'm glad oh, this is there. I thought we were going to
0: throw down on some Seventh Heaven talk, but okay. No. On. Okay. The, no, it's no, because here's why. I started thinking about Seventh Heaven. I was like, no, I've, that's a bigger party of five fan. <laughs> Uh, This is the conversation I had in my mind as you were like trying to work out the name of the person, Paul, so I'm sorry.
1: Wait, okay, so uh, how about 30 Rock? You like 30 Rock more? So 5 is greater than 7 in your mind, but 30 is greater than both 5 and 7. I hate Paul
0: Logic. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm
1: gonna pour myself some more. Number
0: games. Number games. There's nothing to do with the numbers, all uh, to do with the cast. And definitely stories. a book worth checking out. I, yeah.
1: I, I enjoyed it. I was pleasantly surprised.
0: Yeah, if you pick up number two, I will gladly read it. If you were to say, like, eh, I don't think I'm going to, this isn't one of those books that I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to... ninety I'm guessing? Uh, is, it's an image book, no, so I it's probably so. a little bit more.
1: $3.99, I think. It was good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. I'm glad I, we picked it up. Uh, it's definitely worth the read and it reminds you that hickman has a range you kirkman. Know? kirkman, kirkman yeah he's a good writer he he has some good range and you know this was this was creepy it had a really creepy atmosphere to it and it was
0: i think it was done really well yeah um i enjoyed it you know if it was like 2.99 book and you weren't gonna buy the next one i'd be like well oh, it depends the week it comes out if i don't have anything else to read uh I definitely plan on picking it up. Uh number two. I'll let I'll let you know the price. I don't I don't remember. Um no, but, you what know, it was. But it, it doesn't matter what the price was. If you're buying it, I'm gonna read it. <laughs> I was just saying, you know, for you know, discussion sake.
1: Uh and that's gonna move us over to Boom Studios where one of my favorite movies, it's my rainy day movie, uh Big Trouble in Little China. This is a sequel to the movie. <clears throat> This takes place right after the movie ends, uh, and the story is by John Carpenter, who wrote the movie with Eric Powell. Uh, Eric Powell getting Goon? the true writing. Eric Powell from the Goon. Goon, yeah. Goon. Uh, Eric Powell, and then artist
0: by Brian Chirilla, Cherrilla, thank you. Or you know, it looks like a Spanish name, so Cheria. That's.
1: I was going Spanish on that. Uh, and this, it does. It picks up right after, right after the end of the movie, and in the end of the movie, you see the demon hanging out in the back of Jack Burton's truck, and the demon pops up in here, scares the dickens out of Jack Burton, and Jack is end up. It starts off with a really funny gag with the narrator setting up like the thing, and then Jack Burton saying exactly. (laughs) What, what the narrator <laughs> just said. And I thought, oh, okay. I understand what this book is now. <laughs> like, right there, in the first two panels, I'm like, oh, this is a funny book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's. I mean, the movie starts out the same way with Jack Burton talking on the Porkchop Express comm system to the other truckers. Nobody's listening to him because nobody wants to listen to Jack Burton but Jack Burton. But Jack. <laughs> uh And, like... It uh, it turns out this demon is now attached to him. It's friendly. It's like Jack's dog. So what do you do? You got to go back to Chinatown, and you got to get Egg to figure out what to do with this demon.
2: Hmm.
1: I don't know who Egg is, but he, apparently I, he was the brains behind the operation. He's a very powerful sorcerer. Yeah. Oh, he he did throw some. He's got a little, yeah, he's got hell, little yeah. rocks! He throws right. his rocks! Yeah, yeah
0: threw <laughs> some rocks and lightning. I I really want to wrap this up so we can sit down and watch this movie with Paul. We, yeah, we do need to. He to probably watch won't this be able movie. to tonight.
1: I I just watched another one of this actor's movies called The Art of the Steel. Kurt, Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell, and that was, was really it? good. I, 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 I want to watch it. that. I thought you would like it because it's yeah, your, it's, a it, it's a heist movie. I saw it was a heist movie, and it was part filmed partly in Niagara Falls. So I'm like, Ooh. and it has uh, Jay Baruchel in it, and I'm like, <laughs> oh. That's a good oh, hook for the, Kate. the appeal to him is j Baruchel. No, no, Jay Baruchel was a hook for Kate because Kate likes J. Baruchel. Strangely enough, uh, she did marry you. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. I don't know, guys. Uh, I just All got right, talking about this. All right, stop doing your nice.
1: impersonation. <laughs> Anyways, uh, this book. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's if you like the movie, See,
0: this is this is a lot like the Army of Darkness books where it's made for fans of that franchise. If you're not an Army of Darkness fan, you wouldn't be the person picking up, you know, Ash versus whatever. And likewise, if you're not a fan of Big Trouble in Little China, you wouldn't be picking up the Big Trouble in Little China book.
1: Uh It has enough there that I'm like, okay, I I under Like, the first gag is like, okay, I kind of understand the mood of this book. Okay, a the do de- demon. Oh, he has a life that that happened apparently in the movie yes. to this character. Oh, he's going back to this guy that basically knows what's going on. There's enough there constantly where I never felt lost because none of the characters were all that deep
0: because they don't need to be. No, no, they're they're not at all. Like this is just <laughs> like, like a 1980s fun like action. All their motives, movie. Yeah.
1: all their motivations are right there. They say that what their motivation is, yeah, uh, the one guy wants to get married, the one guy wants to get rid of the demon, the other guy w- wants to just see the wedding and says, "Hey, hold on in the background and give us backstory uh not not to like jump ahead, but like an issue to leading up to this, they have to go on this quest <laughs> on the midnight on the midnight road right. to save uh thunder, lightning, and the storm and rain and rain, the storm Three. entities that that you see in the first movie, oh. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, I they're there, they kill 'em <laughs> oh they're he- held in jars on the midnight road, but while they're there, they're told that they need to follow a f- the a fool's direction, and egg turns to Jack Burton's direction not he said direction <laughs> direction, I'm sorry, it's supposed to be direction, Jack Burton, as everybody Burton. knows
0: I was like this book
1: became mm. very different, uh no. Nah. <laughs> Had a yeah, years. Yeah, hey, yeah. I've had to live too wait many I've had too many You, on. you know what It was all Paul With <laughs> Bo Burden And his skiing And jacking off dudes Wait a second Did Egg say Because oh, <laughs> uh, he had Jack Burton's cock in his mouth That's that's the joke there Oh thank you But he says You need to follow You need to follow a, you need, you need to follow a fool So Egg says to, to, to Jack Left or right He's like What are you trying to say I'm a fool He's like Left or right Left. You know, it's like, it's like alright, let's go this way. Uh, It's a fun book. I, I'm a, I I love the movie. I love that it's coming out this way. I probably. Is he driving the Pork Chop Express on the Midnight Road? Yes. Okay. yes.
0: Yeah. Figured.
1: Did, Did he you read it too?
0: Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> um, No, like, again, I don't know if I'm, a, like, as big of a fan as John is for Big Trouble Little Trial, but. I I love that movie. It's probably the best John Carpenter movie ever. I saw yeah. Golden Child.
1: It's not John Carpenter. It's I know nothing, but it's it, it's a good it, movie. It's a fun. It's, it's, it's yeah. This is Chinese,
0: God, you're not you're not winning points at all. Oh my gosh, Paul. Um This is one of those books that if for some reason John was just like, you know what, I can't buy number three because you've already got number two. I be he okay. I. I can make money in the budget to pick this up because it's so in line with what has happened before in the story. And, like, the goon, I'm sorry, John, I I don't need to read any more of. He pretty much doesn't read it
1: anymore, so it's fine.
0: But this, this is an Eric Powell book that I'm like, okay. And I don't know if it's because it's that licensed property. If it was his own thing, I might feel a little bit different about it, but... I'm really glad that this book exists now, and this is one of those things when I saw that it was coming back like months and months and months ago I was like, oh God, I know what John's gonna be looking forward to coming out
1: uh it's true i Paul I'm glad you, would you would you after reading this would you watch the movie yeah yeah i'm I'm afraid for the effects in that movie They're because because oh, this it's... ape monster looking creature looks oh no, it's like, like a Henson yeah. creature it looks like uh uh what what is it? Johnny, you what's your favorite muppet again? Sweetums. Sweetums but made like hunched over. No, I mean with it, a, more it, of a jowl. It looks just like it does in the comic basically. Mm-hmm. I think since we're doing like a fun A monster following around somebody, yeah, let's go. Let's go uh, right into Pigment. Let's go into Pigment.
0: Um, so, I I've been having <clears throat> Side conversation with my girlfriend this whole time. She just took the Potter test, and she's a Slytherin.
1: Hey! Hells yeah! Welcome um, to the club!
0: Both, tell, her, tell her we... Both John and Paul are Slytherin.
1: Hey! Welcome to the table!
0: Hey! hey. I, Cheers. I, I'm a Ravenclaw. But... Well, she took, like, one of those, just, like, fan quizzes online, and turns out oh. that she was... Like, you know, I was like, you can't take that. You need to take the yeah, legit not, one.
1: What what uh, what, what wand?
0: Um, her's is spruce with a unicorn
1: core. Okay. unicorn core, usually not able to turn to evil, so, yeah. you know, that's a good core. So she's a good person at heart, you know? Uh, so.
0: Mine mine's pear, so, you know, it's cool. Elder.
1: Spruce is also very, uh, springy, so that's also, so she'll pr- probably be able to work well with charms, from what See? I remember. Elder with dragon heartstring, 13 Whoa. inches. Her um. <laughs>
0: I don't Pair really. with Unicorn Core, I think it was like 13 or 13 and a half. It was like...
1: I'm Elm. It was
0: like, hurt. Elm. But what, what's weird is, Paul, you and I went to the Wizarding World yeah. of Harry Potter. You can't get like a pair wand. You, well, they're, like, they go now by. now they've
1: expanded with the but Drunk Alley. I think it's still just, like the
0: same wands. Though, yeah, but like, it's, a huger, it's a much bigger store from what I heard. But, but probably the it, same it goes by like your birth month using like a Celtic calendar. Yeah. And so for an October, like I have an Ivy wand. Mm-hmm. It uh,
1: just but you just know make your just own a, wand, Chris, you know. You yeah. can go onto Etsy and find a cool wand that's your wand. Like I found a really cool one that was elder. I oh, never really? I never bought it. Oh man, I should it go was on like, Etsy. And... <laughs> it, it was like it was like crooked and stuff and it was like the right size. Been in your front pant pocket just right. Right? I understand with my erections. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of erections, Chris, uh, your pick was uh figment. Makes
0: it sound like I have an erection about
1: this book. Yeah! <laughs> I just wish I knew a Slytherin like house chant that I could have done to welcome another person to this. Weasley is our king. Right. <laughs> yeah.
0: That's basically it. Yeah. <laughs> um, But John kind of threw it over to me. My book would be Figment Number One. This comes out from Marvel Comics. This is the next in the Disney Kingdoms series, family, title, family. imprint. I don't know how it's going to work so far. I'm just glad that it's working. Um this is written by Jim Zub with art by Felipe Andrande. And what we have here is the story of Blarian Mercurial, a young imaginative scientist who is part of this secret think tank called I'm blanking out of the name, so I'm going to swipe for you, John. It's like like Scientifica Lucida, the Academy Scientifica Lucidus, who Established just, in 1881. Who's working towards bettering humanity with their experiments and inventions. And it seems like Blair is kind of the, like, the dark horse of this academy where nobody believes in, in him. His stuff's always Mm-hmm. kind of going wrong, because he believes in harnessing the power of imagination to provide energy.
1: He's also not an aristocrat who's doing this. He was brought in. He yeah. was poor, like, what, seven, like, brothers and sisters. Yeah. And the reason he's there and doing this is to send his money back to them to mm-hmm. to help his family. He's
0: going to support his family with it. Um,
1: he's and, potato-fed poor, which I yes. thought was a very interesting you it seems like they're trying disparaging uh, the Irish culture a little bit. There. But
0: he—he he is a ginger. Well, Not to use ginger as a derogatory term, but he, the Dreamfind. This is based off of the Journey into Imagination Pavilion ride mm-hmm. um, with Figment at Disney World. Before that, it was Journey into Imagination with Dreamfinder. This is the character. That created this dragon mm-hmm. and then takes you through imagination. With, and he's since been stripped from the attraction, and now it's just the dragon Figment. Hmm.
2: Um,
0: I like that they're drawing from like rides and attractions for these comic books. Like with Secrets of the Weird, we had the Haunted Mansion, and now we're going to Epcot for Figment. Uh, but the Chancellor or the head of the institute. the institute, doesn't like what Blair's doing. He needs to provide something that gives actual results. Like, Well,
1: because honestly, Blair's uh, inventions are the only one causing smoke and fire and the police to show up also. But I think also is he's nurtured this boy. He knows what this kid can do. He's, he's the one that brought him in. Yeah. He's the one that's been... The, so there is that, like... I stuck that, my neck out to bring I, you here, yeah. kid. But also, it's like, I think the other reason he he didn't want the cops looking around the place but also he doesn't want this guy to get in trouble because he does i think he has some type
0: of feeling towards him mm-hmm. it's that
1: it's that f- that father that's tough uh, to love father. No, it, i
0: feel more stepfather about it where it's like come on you need to you need to perform you're here now you're not doing what what everyone else around you is doing like throw whatever this contraption is out the window. I need something that's going to provide results in seven days. Yeah.
1: I think you're and finding some vulnerability in there that isn't actually there, John.
0: But the thing is like Blair, he can't give up on it. He thinks that, like he's trying to think of ways to do something new, but he keeps coming back to his masonic yeah. converter and he goes ahead with it. And this thing is actually powered by thought and imagination. And in doing so, it creates. Well,
1: It's powered by thought brain power, and he doesn't understand quite yet that it's actually Mm -hmm. powered by imagination. And that's what goes, like, when he's thinking, he relapses into imagination, and that's what actually starts
0: the power. It's your typical Disney attraction where something happens, and then it goes horribly wrong. (laughs) And 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 it doesn't
1: harness the power. It opens up a doorway.
0: Yes. And up pops this figment of his imagination that he's had since he was a kid Mm -hmm. that just pops into reality and then starts talking to him and then ultimately opens a doorway to a universe or parallel dimension of imagination
1: pure imagination and then the the rest of the book is going to be these two trying to survive trying to get back trying (laughs) to find some kind of way have you read number two yet no, okay. I didn't see that number two came out.
0: No, I I have it. Yeah, oh, number two well, just uh, came out this past all week. Right, so I know what I'm. Reading um, tonight. but but that's the hook. The hook for this. It's mm-hmm. very much the origin of the Dreamfinder, who's like I said, been dropped from the attraction. But Figment is one of those Disney World institutions. Now, this is a character that sells like millions of dollars in merchandise. For the parks, like every year
1: when when I went when I was like six years old, I had a figment little rubber statue thing of him lifting a barbell uh figment is only something that I learned about when I went with Chris two years ago to the Disney parks. I think I had a stuffed animal. T- I had a stuffed animal figment it's too, probably yeah, maybe, but it's something I think only if you go to the parks
0: would you know. Yeah, about Figment. Because yeah. you can't find Figment anywhere else. Like it wasn't one of those pre-existing like properties that they brought out. This was like the first Disney character, quote, unquote launched in the parks that and kind of had life he's, breathed into him. He's never had like his own cartoon series or anything. Yeah, if you want to see Figment, you have to, to go to go the, go parks, to the park. parks. You know what also started
1: this, in uh, Disney Parks?
0: Hmm. Doritos. I that I didn't know. Yeah. Chris would know that. Chris I I Chris didn't know that. Chris knew that. Um, uh,
1: let's talk about the art here because it is really fantastic art. This is like the yeah. art you would see on a big Marvel book. Like I would, I didn't expect this nice of art in quality and artists <laughs> on the Figment book. It's gorgeous. It like this page alone, like it's so great looking.
0: This was actually like one of the variant cover pages too.
1: Uh, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, that makes it, sense. It's it's like a splash page with Figment mm-hmm. like popping into existence. Um, but the the artist on this is um Felipe Andrade.
1: And seeing the art in this book, I would be down to seeing any book that this guy's worked on. Yeah, because it's <clears throat> it's really great. It has a great feel to it. I have to say, I I kinda want a little bit more range of emotions on the characters. I do feel like either the characters are solemn and don't have any facial expression at all, or yelling. Like, Uh, I would say so. Like, if you look at the face, like, okay, Figment is not smiling there. You know what I mean? His mouth is open there, and his mouth is open there, and his mouth is open there. Exactly, I, I don't feel like there's a range of uh, facial expressions for but these characters Did that yet. take away from the book for you? It's something I noticed in the book, and I'm like, okay, okay this, the, the storytelling aspect of these I,
0: characters are falling, you know.
1: See, I was just, it makes the character seem flatter.
0: See, I, I think this is like that perfect marriage of art and story for me, where mm-hmm. I was yeah, reading along really with so much, and then looking at it, that it worked so well together, that I wasn't just Noticing that the art wasn't telling that story because there's enough in the word balloons to tell it. Right.
1: Well it's and, a it's a complaint that we've had about other artists yeah. and it's something that I
0: noticed here while reading it. And it's like
1: like but in, I, if we're other, gonna just with other art, it. it's
0: been distracting right. though. Like this, I it didn't stand out to me because it's enough there that it fits.
1: I see okay. it now when Paul has said it like flipping through, yes. But I didn't notice it reading. Okay. I probably won't Wouldn't have ever, ever noticed it. I'm won't sorry. No 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 I like, broke the meat to glass. Re- reading issue two, I probably won't notice it either because I'll be too interested in what's going on in the story. Ish-
0: issue two is beautiful. Well, it's
1: probably a bunch of different creatures. And when you're doing yeah. creatures, well, like, what kind of facial expressions do you really need to do? But here, just like, here's the thing, like you
0: have Figment though. Like Figment is the a, most expressive a, a creature. Yeah. And he's extremely expressive. Like just on this page alone you have like four panels of figment and each one, like... He's got a different okay. look on Maybe. his face. Yeah. Maybe then is then even before course. this, like, there's... Yeah. No, but
1: I mean, I definitely see like, it does look like either they have like, kind of a puss on their face, you know, or, or, yeah. or their mouth is open.
0: Not, not everyone can be, like, Amanda Connor, right. who I swear does, like, some of the breasts... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Best expression oh, see where you yeah, best expression work in comics. And
1: some of the best breasts in uh, the comic book works her drawing we're not talking about
0: um <laughs> he, I know you can't be McKelvey, either i yeah i know i I love this book, and this is I'm so glad it's here because I didn't know really what to expect from this book. I'm not one of those figment fans, like we went on that ride, and I was like, I, I don't, don't think you and I went we Paul that's the only time I've been on it. Oh, really? Yes. Okay, because I don't you were remember drunk. it.
1: Was I? Was it Epcot?
0: <laughs> that, that was at Epcot. Okay, then maybe, yes. So that was with Drinking
1: Around the World. Yeah. So, um, yeah, maybe. Maybe I blocked it out. I remember
0: talking to the other dragon from Mulan in that yeah. part. Um, I, I'm i glad this book exists to make me feel maybe what some people feel towards that attraction. <laughs> um. And maybe this will make me a fan. Like, next time I go to Disney World, I will go on Journey into Imagination and maybe like, it's fucking Figment, guys! Like, no, you don't understand. You need to read the comic book, guys. Guys, you need to read the comic book based off of this ride, but before this ride was this ride and it was the ride that it was before, like 20 <laughs> years ago. Because that's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> yep, time machined. Time machined. But I, I just I, imagine a Chris
1: in a what is it called a flatboard? <laughs> handing out the book <laughs> in front of the ride. Well, here's the we thing: like the ride is nigh. I
0: I probably wouldn't be able to get this book because it's been selling out left and right. Like, Digital codes are nigh. Like that. Like that was the big thing for this book. Like everyone was like, "Oh, you want to read Figment? Too bad. You're gonna to have to wait because." Nobody has it, and they had to do a whole nother printing. Like right when issue wow, two pretty, came out, they should put all those good. little
1: uh, stupid code, you know, U UPC codes that are in the boxes and have people take a picture and be able to download it while we're waiting waiting in line
0: for the ride. Well, that that's one of those things. Like, I know it's not going to happen, but I would love for these to be like a constant thing in Disney. Like, you get out of the ride. And you go into the gift shop where you can buy like your figment stuffed animal and like the figment hat. Have the comic book or the trade the paperback trade. be there?
1: I, I think the have, trade would be great in there. Mm-hmm. I
0: think it would sell amazingly. Yeah. Have like that special, like variant cover that you can only get in, in Walt Disney or yeah. like Disney. You have, you have Marvel. Like, take advantage of that. In, no in lawyer, way I think can. it would sell better.
1: Inside the food, uh, courts of the actual hotel room, like hotel areas? Yeah, like
0: in the, like the gift shop, kinda? Yeah,
1: I, yeah, yeah, there. Where kids are, like, home, and they want to be, like, well, not home, but in the hotel room, and they're, like, still jazzed up on, <laughs>
0: like, being <laughs> in all this hotel Wait, wait, wait like this. hold on. I just had a vision of John's dad be like, eh, but in this book, read it and go to sleep. <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly what I'm talking yeah. about. Like, just be like here,
1: and then it'd be just me jumping on the bed, throwing the book
0: like I don't, I don't read. I'm Figment. <laughs> like you can't have Littlest the kid ever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Figment.
1: All the characters to be. I'm a dragon! I'm okay, a dragon. you can't. You... I'm not sure what my powers are. But so little cool... There's so many cooler Bob
0: El. There's so many cooler dragons in Disney. Here's the thing, though. You can't have the actual Marvel characters in your park. Take advantage of what of what you can have there. Yeah. Sell the Seekers of the Weird comic book at like the merchandise mm-hmm. cart outside in Disney World. Sell like the Figment book,
1: or and put uh, the artist's Figment on a T-shirt. Yeah, because I would probably Dude, wear like, that Figment T-shirt.
0: Sell sell prints of that stuff because that'll get you money in the bank, y'all.
1: In the bank, in y'all. the bank, y'all. Uh, okay, so Chris is, or uh, Paul has pussied out of drinking the rest of these growlers, so we need to finish 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 that half a growler before we finish
0: the show, and we got one more book to do it in, so good luck, gentlemen. Chris? I don't know what kind of segue to make because we took a pause, but the next book we have is The Wicked and the Divine from Image Comics, written by Kirian Gillian, art by Jamie McKelvey, and you should expect this because I will talk about any Gillian and McKelvey book that comes out now. So is this part of the phonogram? This is not, but these are the two guys that were behind Phonogram, and it's their telling of a different kind of story. What we have with this book is there are twelve gods that every ninety years are reborn, and then they live for two years, and then they die. Hmm. And during that two years, they're basically that time periods equivalent. Wait, so of they're pop awakened stars.
1: for two years.
0: Yes. Okay. Paul, you could be one of the gods. And I wouldn't know about it. And you wouldn't know about it until, until it hits that ninety-year like, mark. The awakening happens, and then it's like, boom! I'm Paul. I'm a mm-hmm. god. I'm only going to live for two more years, though. And in that time frame, you're a, you're a full-on god. Full-on god with clicking powers. With clicking powers. Because when snap you snap them fingers, when you snap your fingers, things happen. But then, after that, two years is over. I'm dead. You're dead. Like you're gone. It's part of the what.
1: What's the club that they for musicians, you know? Uh, Mile High. No, the it's an age that <laughs> Mama Cast died. Oh, like uh, the 20th,
0: 23 five, or twenty. I don't,
1: know. I, I don't remember. Yeah, a bunch of musicians eye, you
0: know. they, they die when they're that old. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. It, it's kind of a play on that. Okay. Um, McKelvey and Gillian, they love music. You can actually go on and follow Kieran Gillian on. Like Twitter, Instagram,
1: and I follow Tumblr. him on he, Pandora because that seems like the place well, where I'd. That,
0: no, that's more a Last FM thing, but I believe so okay. actually. But he is a music fan, and when he's writing issues, he will put up like, "Hey, here's what I was listening to as Ooh, I wrote okay. this issue of this book," so you can listen along and try to get that feel. So, yes, so, yeah. Um, but this is the story of twelve gods born into today, and. This is an ongoing series, which surprised me, but this is their lives as gods. So it's Lady Gaga... Who's, um, Amaterasu. Who becomes Amaterasu,
1: who is the sun god from Japanese mythology. Yes. The creator not, of. Not to be confused with Chinese. <laughs> not to be confused with Chinese. Uh, also born is Lucifer. Yes. The god of hell at this point, then, do we say? Just, it, a, Western just a, like a deity. A deity. Yeah. And then an Egyptian deity. Semkat. The, which is the cat god, yeah, apparently. It's, a cat god. it's in, like. A, in Egyptian mythology. Like a, who almost. are in a battle with Cassandra, who's Greek mythology's woman that went against, the, who battled against the gods. Yes. Uh, they're all mu- musicians, except for Lucifer, who's a stage manager. But it looks like David Bowie. And also looks like Lucifer from Mike uh, Carey's Lucifer, because yeah. he's dressed all in white with the white hair slicked back. Which I thought blonde was interesting. White hair, blonde hair. Paul's blind. Not to throw it's that like in a, your face. Yeah, uh, <clears throat> st- as a manager, you know, because of why wouldn't the devil be a manager? And also, there's a, a couple interesting quotes from her. You know, that yeah. quote. I guess you you guessed my name, which is a Rolling Stones song, "Sympathy for the Devil." Um, this so book's that's four. kind of kind so of s- 13? 12. 12? and they say there's twelve in here. Yes.
0: Um, like, like at at the opening page, there's like um, oh, the it's circle. almost like a clock. up. Um, but this book kind of focuses on Laura, who is an Amaterasu fangirl? fangirl that gets brought in to this world, and she's Lucifer's guest as they're meeting with like a reporter who's mm-hmm. interviewing like See, Amaterasu and Senkot.
1: Okay, the first page here. I thought there was a missed opportunity. They made it January first, two thousand fourteen, and the issue right above is one, two, three, four. Why not just make it
0: January twenty third? Because it's the start of a new year, and make it two thousand four. When, when they count down, like in like the preamble, they they count to like four before they snap their fingers, and then they all die.
1: Right. Also, it might be talking about the first four gods. Also you don't possibly. know who this fourth god is, but this the first the first three that they show would be mm-hmm. the sun deity Lucifer, Senkat,
0: and... and yeah, we don't know the fourth yet who might be the one behind the assassination. It, it's an owl, so I'm guessing it's someone from like, like, Greek mythology.
1: Like well, it could Diana. be also, it could be the blocked out one that could be anyone who might be the one behind the... Or who hasn't awakened yet? Who might well, be that little? Be, uh, because why are you going in order there? Because the beast would obviously be. So you got the sun god, represented by the sun, and then you got the beast, and they might not all all go in order. Well, I wouldn't mm-hmm. say that the the ram. Are you talking about the, the ram, ram head? Yeah. See, so, I, yeah, I,
0: I read the pentagram. I, I
1: would read the, the yeah, yeah, Lucifer. It's mm. Lucifer, Morning Star. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Here's the thing. I I really enjoyed this book, and the fact that I saw it's an ongoing but they have an end point in mind makes me very very happy because it starts off very much like a murder mystery yes almost like fables yeah where lucifer gets brought into court because someone has died well two snipers yeah. died Shh. that were they were targeting the gods.
1: Well, you're talking because... about her being in court, which is okay. at the end of the I book, know, which but... is after the sniper
0: attack. All right. I try not uh, to give too
1: much. What up. I really loved about the sniper attack is they were using a red dot, and it was driving the
0: cat god crazy. And But everyone thought it was just, like, the laser pointer that they had there to play with the cat god. He said, porner. <laughs> pointer? Pointer? Oh.
1: See, Cor- I thought...
0: me out in my when she
1: <laughs> When she first said red dot, I thought she talking about her period again? Like, what is going on? Because. Oh, of, is that because you couldn't see the red dot? I couldn't model? see the red dot. It's was
0: on like the couch at one
1: point. Really? Yeah, you could see it before oh. it was called out. I didn't really see it. I yeah. still don't
0: really see it. It's right there. I still don't see it. And then, like some cat, like. I still don't see it. You're across the desk. I still don't see it. You zoom in! Right there. <laughs> um, oh. Okay, now I see it. Are you sure? No. He's just saying that. It's right there.
1: I understand. I'm just move on now. Yes. Okay. Red dot.
0: Sure. It's all been derailed.
1: Why do we get derailer?
0: I know. That's what I just thought.
1: Uh, because I'd have to buy a growler okay. and twenty one dollars so, on that. So Lucifer spent money on growlers court. last week, and we had to drink them on our own, not for the podcast. We oh, had to
0: drink them all. We, we drank a lot of beer we because drank. it was going. It was going to go bad. Can okay. Paul
1: canceled the Paul ca- podcast. The podcast. The podcast.
0: <laughs> but yes, um, this is one of those books that I'm glad exists. And if it hadn't been for Jamie McKelvey and Kieran Gillian doing Young Avengers, I probably would not have picked this up. But then as soon as I read that book, I was like, they've worked together before. Mm-hmm. I will read everything that they do from here on out. Because. I think at this point it's safe to say that they're frequent code collaborators
1: mm-hmm. I would say from from Young Avengers to McKelvey's book that we read on the um,
0: Suburban Glamour. Suburban Glamour. Those are. It was a uh, trade, trade policy, policy. Like back in
1: that, September. That I'm I'm glad that you're going to be buying this book, which means I don't have to, uh, because I did really like this. And McKelvey's art is just—I really like his art style, his panel layout. Everything about it he does just a bang up job about it. Ooh. Like even like how it looks when he blows up blows up people's heads. Uh it's really good. I enjoy uh when they do the like godlike uh powers that they go into the very dot Yes. Uh, Kirby dot kind of thing. <laughs> pulpy, pulpy yeah. texture comic. and feel. Even when she is uh levitating and using her god powers. You see that Lucifer is now in, or Lucy is now in that dot kind of pulpy yeah. uh, color coloration instead of just see see there, uh, yeah. Instead of the very flat color that she that they normally have, so any kind of godlike power she actually like cr- Kirby crackles out almost. There you go. Yeah, she does. It does. It does have. It changes their appearance, and you mm-hmm. know that it's not just the people of. This world, it, don't believe that these people are gods. We're seeing that Except something... Like, some of them. No, some, some do, like... Well, yeah. The snipers obviously do, because they're, they want to kill the beast. And but Laura, here's the thing, is they're letting us, the readers, know yeah. mm-hmm. that these people are, in fact, who they say they are. You're seeing firsthand. You have no... Oh, no, it's not that at all. It's, yes, they're gods. We see it.
0: Like, and. I I was going to go somewhere, but then I started thinking about the book, and it just struck all thought from me. My thought was. Much like happens to Laura when she's at the Amaterasu show, Mm -hmm. and she just completely passes out, and then she wakes up, and Lucifer is there, and is like, hey, come on, kid.
1: You're the last one to pass out, first one to wake up. Congratulations. You get to meet the star. Paul, every time we do that. Every time we we bring books to the table, or any time but we do books there's o- we there's always the fifty don't, fifty I don't think Paul's gonna like this, but he might like this thing out of it. Did you like this book? I hate it every minute no <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it was good. Yeah, I, well, I don't get the, a lot of the music references. I I, I luckily got the one here's Rolling the Stones one.
0: You don't need to get those music references. Yeah. If you do, it's one of the, like it's one of those other levels to mm. the book. And
1: I understand the pop iconic iconi- iconification of worshiping these superstars. Though, like, if you were going to become a god, here in uh, 2014. Uh, you wanted to settle in New York, you would go to sunny San Fernando Valley. Because only, uh, a complete bonehead would pick New York during the winter. But. in January 1st. Ghostbusters use references all over the place. Yeah, to say. But, <laughs> but yeah, it, you become a pop superstar. Like, that's, that's who gets worshipped in this day and age. Like.
0: I, I don't want to get back into the book because we kind of, like, worked out of that to talk about our thoughts, but. The book does have this where you have your the followers with Laura mm-hmm. who's showing up at the A show true for Amaterasu. Yeah. You have like the skeptics who just don't believe it with I don't remember the name of the person that's interviewing the gods, it's, it's but it's like Cassandra. Cassandra, yeah,
1: because that's why she's called Cassandra yeah. because she's the one going up against the gods. Um, though she gets killed. It's just for like
0: it. not believing and then you have like the snipers, the the snipers who are kind of like atheist psychists. No, no, no. no I, not think to... they're,
1: I think they recognize who Lucy is, and they want to kill, and they're there to kill. Uh, but, I think they. But cannot. here's the thing: because I, heard, I think they, they have even... the. I think they have Christian crosses that they have.
0: Uh, I, can't, I can't. I can't remember that. But I think I might be wrong. But very. Just be closed up the book. John closed it. Open it up. Oh, there's the guy from Mighty Ducks. Is your background again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm faking.
1: Ah, uh, bamf, bamf, bamf. Do they have it crosses? doesn't matter, does it? I think it does. I, I, it,
0: I think okay. it does
1: because they
0: die oh. real no, quick. No, they go back? Yeah, yes, did, they do. do. Yeah, right there. Damn. So maybe Who just came like prepared, maybe Paul just, did, son. Maybe just the Christian gods, not one of the ones of the twelve like represented in this, and they think like, no, like, you're all like mm-hmm. false gods,
1: definitely, or. They could be twisted and manipulated to do that through whoever God set up Lucifer. Mm-hmm. Like, it's definitely going to... It has that murder mystery. What are the other gods doing to... The opening sequence with those gods blowing up at that table and the older one watching... Like, there's there's lots that... There's lots that give you the interest to find the whole story out yeah. and to want to find this. But also like an ongoing series they can go into the past with other times that yeah. they've had mm-hmm. this happen or they've done this
0: and they they do talk about that too where like we only have like silent footage of the the previous guys and it's spotty at best like how are we to take this as proof yeah
1: it's it's crazy it's 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 a nutty book uh, very enjoyable though. It's, and the thing that, like, the story is good, but to me, it's McKelvey's art that sells this that I definitely want to read the next one. It's so crisp, it has such a great feel to it, and I was, I, I, I'm always blown away by his art.
0: The art's definitely a big selling point because it's so crisp and clean, and it just jumps off the page, but I don't know whose colorist is, and I wish I had looked into this before we kind of started talking about this. Hey, it's still open Um, because the colors on this definitely pop, especially like the cover, and then even the stuff like Amatrasu and Laura were like with the makeup around the eyes. Oh yeah, it just it's so beautiful and it it fits everything so well at the end of the book. You're flipping through. No, 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 John. I'm going to teach you something. Just tap the page. Yeah, I know. And they come then, up. like, do the info thing, because it'll tell you. Oh, it doesn't do it on Yeah, it doesn't
1: do it on this one. There it
0: goes. Last page. Colorist, Matthew Wilson.
1: Bang. You did a great job. Work yeah. with these guys all the time.
0: Probably does. Probably. But it's just... It's so beautiful. Like, even, like, the head exploding there. head exploding's great. Like, I'll I tell you like, this, though. You... You hate Mike Allred, but that is very Mike Allred. I don't hate Mike Allred. It's just everything's so static and posed. I mean, that's his style, though. But I feel like if you had 3D glasses on looking at this page, you'd be like, oh, shit, this head's popping right out at me. We're like the second last page of the book. Yeah, I would put this this with Mike
1: Allred, but it's more structured, I want to say. It's more realistic. It has... It doesn't it does and not, not every not, character looks like actually Mike Alred. Yeah.
0: I was <laughs> yeah. trying to find like the the coloring is just it's vibrant. Yeah, it's gorgeous. They do a great job. The
1: colorist does a great job. Like it it makes the book pop. All
0: three of those people working together make this book. And this is the kind of comic book that makes you want to talk about comic books with people. And it's that thing. It's the what book you want to share with people that think it's just
1: superheroes and this and that. It's yeah. like no, it's more. It's this
0: because I pass off my Young Avengers issues to someone that I work with because <laughs> she she loves comic books, and I'm trying to like like grow that to be like, no, you 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 love comic books, but. It turns out you just like comic books here's the rest of it mm-hmm. yeah, and this is definitely one of those books that I would pass off to her
1: the yeah. The Iron Man or the x men or this or that shouldn't be just why you love this it's these other things that people do that it. are are amazing things of art or amazing concepts that they write and are are done, and you know like the simplest things like. Like Maus and and all those books that people should be reading, Sandman, everything like that that just turn things slightly on their ear, you know, just changes it just a little bit. Astro City, yeah, yeah. I was no, with- no. That's me shouting out at the last minute, possible second to interrupt everything <laughs> from the book that I was trying to think of by. You still don't know the guy's name, though. Kurt Music. Kurt Music. Starts with a B and a K. Yeah, but you said Kevin. Kevin, yeah, yeah. but Kurt Music's Astro City. What was that Fantastic Four, but superheroes from like street-level street people looking at them? Yeah, I guess. I came through. You came through. <laughs> you, you, you did, actually, Paul. <laughs> I came through. You came through. You did it. You didn't stop yourself from getting Period. drunk the... Right before we do a podcast,
0: nope. You did it. <laughs> but here's the thing: you yelled at an opportune time. I imagined you before at work just being like, "This guy wrote the book," and then everyone <laughs> worked me like, "Did Paul just have a seizure?" Like, <laughs> I have an office, man. I can do that anytime I want, and nobody
1: will hear he, me. He probably he, does. He sticks his head out, looks at everyone. And yells, Kurt Busick! And then turns back and walks into his office. I hum, like hum, my office, does that. my then, office is up front, so I, my, it's right in the lobby. I look, so the only person <sighs> that could possibly hear me is this person at the security desk.
0: Hey, security guest guy, come here. ask? Kurt Busick, no go sit the <laughs> fuck down. It's a better story if your office is in the middle of everyone else, and then everyone's like, oh Kurt Busick's <laughs> in trouble, what happened? <laughs> He forgot his badge or something. He's
1: going to get yelled at. He must know. have parked in handicapped parking. I don't even know him, but I never see Paul Rice's voice. And, <laughs> I mean, he's got to be in trouble. I think he's the guy that's been spiking the water cooler. Yeah. Yeah. That was said really light. I don't even know if it picked up, John. But good, good. good luck. Hey, good if l- people we'll, heard it. We'll, we'll see. And check us out hey, over on Facebook.
0: If you heard this episode and liked it. Let us know over on Facebook. Like us. We always appreciate when people like our podcast online. Mm-hmm. Because Seriously,
1: we have a giddy moment. We're like, did you see that somebody liked us? I know. And we right this now. We conversation all the time. We're in a very risky period where we're uh, changing uh, hosts and websites and stuff. So the RSS feed is acting all crazy because I don't understand it. And I'm trying to. So I apologize for that, listeners. Well, so, I hope
0: you can hear this episode. So I it's hope this one.
1: episode comes out uh, on time. And... Uh, for you, and we get this all strained out soon. If you don't
0: get it, let us know on Facebook, and we'll beat up Paul. Yeah. <laughs> or if you didn't get it, email us over at ContactedBangBordcast, and we'll get the email saying, like, hey, have you done any new episodes? <laughs> <laughs> Eventually. Mm.
1: Find us over on Twitter, and uh, we always we always put stuff up on Instagram, like find us over there.
0: Yeah, hashtag board. Like, we always take pictures of what we're drinking and what we're talking about. If you liked us on Facebook, you would get those as well. But and if hey, you're
1: reading a comic book and are drinking a beer, take a picture of that and hashtag Bagnaboard. Yeah. No. Or and put or, it up on the Facebook too. Yes yeah. or yeah. yeah. We we love having the interaction with our fans. We actually sent one of our fans a box of beer recently, uh who did you should downplay us. that, because I think that might be illegal. Oh, consent. yeah, it is. Okay. Alcohol interstate wa- you know. Across a- anywhere. It doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we don't have a distribution list, but hey, job, we,
0: so let's... We love what we do, and we, we like talking about it with the people. Podcast. Nope.
1: And it's in there. And, and that's I, all your fault. I
0: had, I had an, a conversation I, with that guy about
1: doing it on Twitter, so... Yeah, hmm. on Twitter.
0: I had an interaction with just, like, a random person... Talking about comics the other day, and it made me really happy. And today, there was a girl in my store wearing a Booster Gold shirt, and I, yeah, I walked by her and I was like, "Hey, I like your Booster Gold shirt." And the look on her face was like, "Oh my god!" Like she just swelled up. And I should have stopped and been like, "I'm Chris, host of the Bag and Boardcast, still around iTunes." <laughs> Here's
1: like, my card. No, I, I'm, I'm Chris,
0: but you can call me Skeets. <laughs> But here's the thing, like, we love interacting with people, hopefully you do too, so interact with us, share everything you love with us, we'll share back, and share mm-hmm. us with everyone you love.